Uh, so Batman. Yes. Uh, how many stitches you got in you? A lot. I'm dead serious. A lot. If you're watching on Twitch, my elbows bandage. I have it from probably here all the way to the backside of here in my hand, which I had carpal tunnel surgery on. It's like the middle of my hand down to the top of my wrist, which is not what I expected. So, so are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm I'm a dexterous, so it works. <laughs> you ain't doing shit with your left hand right now. I'll tell you that <laughs> it works. My question is, who did he snitch on? Because <laughs> I got stitches. Let's talk about that on the wrestling show. everyone this is sleazy i mean i had to extend on ryan because he's not here in rehab again this is the fat man <laughs> welcome everyone to another wonderful episode uh today we have the man that loves to be in 2022 that is chip willett sit and spin motherfucker hey guys how's it going uh it's been a. it sounds like it's been a year for you so far uh, we're almost through it uh, so today we're going to actually cover historic crossover. So Sleazy I can, can come. I can come. Chip can come. Chip can come. It'll, I can not, not use speak Japanese words. Well, that's why I'm running the segment, you fuck. Yep. That's exactly spend, why. I don't want to spend 20 minutes of you stumbling over your. Because I pronounce it American like K-A-O-S. That's why on the on the best on sports show period two, I announce hockey player names because he cannot. Shocker. America. Shocker. Okay, so uh, let's get right into it. Historic crossover. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. He did actually watch it. I, I did watch it. Watch it. I have watched it. This was at the Ariaki Arena, and he wants <laughs> any bitches about me, right? Saying Japanese words and he fucks up on the first one. Oh, it's going to be a long night in that respect. I I'm going to apologize for every single person I fuck up their name. So forgive me, but that's how it's going to go. I'm sorry. It's pronounced Tom Lawler. <laughs> Let's start off with New Japan. Uh, eight man tag. Uh, chaos. Which- um. Wait. 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 Hold on. Okay. You already fucked up again. How did I fuck up? Yo, dog, I heard you like tag matches. Yo, dog, I heard you like eight-man tag matches. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Fuck you. Chaos. Ishii, Yo, Yoshihashi, and fuck that dude. Versus the House of Torture, which was <laughs> the subset of um, Bullet Club, which is Dick Togo, Evil, uh, Sho, and Yujiro. Takahashi. You just sit there and say, fuck that guy to Leo Rush. Yes. 
course he's yeah. of course they did. He was one of the best people in that match. Okay. You haven't listened to the show at all? No, he hates him, I know, but I'm just saying he yeah. was one of the best in that match. I in guess I'll continue. That wasn't very good. I I mean, yeah, that's true. Um I I I enjoyed it, but I also am a Leo Rush fan. I mean, I'm a I homer. Know. He's from MCW, so I'm a homer. So I watched him grow up Fair. in the uh, um and he's improved so much since he used to be there. Uh, and it's, it's kind of cool and, and heartwarming to see an MCW person I used to watch at MCW over in Japan now. And he loves it over there, and he looked really good. But the match was not good, you're right. And for He'll an opener. Tired in six months. Again, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I give it two and a quarter. I just – I wanted to be way more than it was because I – Watch Evil and I watch Takahashi all the time, and it was just not good. You're right. And goddamn um, Dick Togo, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dick Togo. Dick Togo. Pronounce uh-huh. his name right. God, we're talking about people pronouncing their name right, and you fucked up. Right. Uh, let me get the, the st- stats of the match. Uh, it was seven minutes, five seconds. Uh, Chaos beat House of Torture. Dave, fuck Dave Meltzer, because we do have his ratings, gave it two stars. Fat Man. It was an okay match for a house show. Wow. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Just Dude, my notes. bowl of water. My, I told you my notes are going to be super short on every match. So. Okay. So let's start with this. I'm wrong. And you're still an overrating piece of shit. I also gave it two stars. Um, okay, so as much as I hate Leo Rush, he was the star of the match. Um, having him go over when he's like the quote unquote new talent um, makes sense in this situation, especially when you've got a crossover show with a lot of different uh, potential different eyes on the product. So uh, next match. The stardom. Oh, yo, dog. I heard you like tag team matches. Thank you. I don't. Thank you. Uh, Queen's Quest, which is AZM, Lady C, and uh, Saya Kamitani. AZM is so hot. Oh, my God. Is she hot? Holy God. Get off my fucking gimmick. I don't care, man. I saw her. I was just like, oh, hi. How are you doing? (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But this comes from the guy is that that's not the route he goes. <laughs> well, guess what? You found a new Ooh, man. Whatever you want to call it. Uh they they went against uh Dono del Mundo, which is Himeka My Sakurai, and some random Asian. Oh my lord. <laughs> It was kind of cool, though, because you had uh, uh, one of the wrestlers from Stardom doing the announcing at this part, and yeah. it, was, it, it it gave you a background to who they are and what part of the sanctions and, and clubs they were part of. I enjoyed it. So, actually, I should probably kind of touch on that. So, the commentary team for the English commentary was Kevin Kelly, Chris Charlton, which I believe is the same person that normally yeah. does their stuff. That mm-hmm. I I hate Chris if I remember who. Why? Um, just how he deals with 
commentary. I, it's it's not my favorite. I'll just leave it. it it's 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 not it's not yeah. I got and then somebody from Stardom was on the English commentary is Waka Sukiyama. Yes, just who were you were referring to? Interestingly enough, uh, on the Japanese side, they had five people in that booth. Which <laughs> I could only imagine how bad that was. And one of them was uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yep. It's like, what the fuck? How how are you fucking doing this? But anywho, um, we get to the six woman tag. This is the only real pure stardom match, technically, outside the really the rumble and obviously the main event. Lady C is fucking huge. Yes. Oh my god! And the way she threw that girl out of the ring, like, oh god. Uh, so this went nine minutes twenty seconds. Queen's Quest won. Um, Dave, uh, fuck Dave Meltzer gave it three stars. Uh, Famine, you're the six woman tag enthusiast. That's like a porn, right? I'm wrong. Okay, I thought it was a good match. It showcased them well. I gave it three and three quarters. I really enjoyed Overrating it. Overrating piece of shit. I don't care. I I really enjoyed it. I really, really good storytelling for what I can tell. And it was action-packed. And man, them women can hit. I, I, I watch UFC women's matches and it's like they have reckless abandonment. They don't give a shit. But man, these, these girls in stardom, uh, I'm going to start watching stardom a lot more now. This is my first stardom show. So welcome to the dark side. Um, great way to showcase Queen's Quest specifically. Yes. Um, I'm um, shocked actually that they had Saya uh do the pinfall, but great. After the after the Phoenix splash, yeah, that was big time on the commentary. And she just turned into an inverted inverted 450, which was gorgeous, by the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, here we go. So we've got, now forgive me, this is one of the first mixed tags. So, yo, dog, I heard you like mixed tags matches. I don't get to see them that often, so I definitely do. Forgive me for mispronouncing these names, okay? So you got uh, Julia? No. Julia? Maybe Julia. Jemia? Oh, by the way. Oh, oh, it's Zack Sabre Jr., She's the one I thought was the best looking. Oh, Julia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's from England. Right. She is half Japanese and half Italian. I looked at, and born in England. Yeah, I was like, and from England. <laughs> Don't think here. Who's this Tom Lawler dude? Uh, Jerry Lawler's son. Korean <laughs> uh, uh, Tom Lawler. It's 10, 10 minutes twenty nine seconds. That um, was like five minutes on the intro. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Zach Saber Jr.'s team goes over. Uh, fuck Dave Meltzer gave it three and a half stars. I'll start real quick. Um, I gave it three stars. I actually was not a huge fan of the promo. Honestly, I I thought they could have just left it and did more in the ring. Honestly, because you had fucking Zach Saber Jr. there. What the fuck are you doing? Um. Other than that, cool. It was a nice little match. Um, I the only thing that I liked was Lawler 
coming down the ring and basically running up the ramp, you know, but other than that, it just, it, it works for what it wants. So chip. Yeah. I wanted to love this a lot more than I did. I gave it two and three quarters. Wow. Um, I just, I've seen Tom Waller and Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle and it's awesome. And it just wasn't hitting. I'm not sure if it was the mixed tag influence that had it not hitting, but it just, I just couldn't get into the flow of it. It was choppy to me. So, yeah. Batman. Same rating piece of shit. That's just sleazy. Three stars. It was good. It was... Most of these matches are just showcase matches to get everyone on the card, and, and that's fine. This was I, so I'll, 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 yeah, we'll get to thing. it. At the end. Yeah, we'll get. I'll get to it. I kind of, kind of prematured like Sleazy did throughout this show. You blew up your spot. Yeah, but that's okay. And he uh, calls the spot. <laughs> so, yo, dog! I heard you like tag matches. I don't. Jesus Christ! Eight man slash woman tag. Uh, Meltier, uh, which is Nat Supoy. And Tam Nakano, who spoiler we'll talk about later, with Suzuki Goon, uh, Tai Chi, and uh, Yoshinobu, uh, versus uh, the team of Black Desire, which is Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. Wait, Suzuki Goon, <laughs> which is Doki and El Desperado in this 12 minutes, one second. Meltier and uh, Suzuki Goon go over. Um, Dave Meltzer gave this once again three and a half stars. Uh, let's start with uh, Fat Man. Three, good match. Interesting that they had Suzuki Gun versus Suzuki Gun, but again, it was to try to get everyone on the card, and they put over what was it? Uh, Al Desperado and Daku, or whatever you pronounce it. They're going to be World Tag League together. Yes, they are. So they were facing each other's. So I mean, it was. It, interesting but it, it was good but it's about it yeah it was kind of it felt of all the matches here this one felt the most thrown together um and fat man guess what same rating piece of shit three stars i think it was fine but it was just you know once again you're getting starlight kid in a match you're getting momo watanabe in a match you're getting a lot of like el desperado in a match you know there, there's really no Rhyme or reason? Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason, but you're still got good talent there, and they're managed putting on a decent match for this. Chip. Well, as today is the anniversary of Prohibition, I will salute you all with that. Cheers. Three stars, uh, very thrown together, but again, Starlight Kid, Watanabe. Yeah, I mean, that's not something you get to see every day. And El Desperado, I just enjoy watching him. So, but it, uh, it, it was thrown together. So that's why I only gave it three. Awesome. Yo, dog. I heard you like tag matches. God damn it, NJPW. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, Nightless Castle, which is Hiroki uh, Godo and Micah versus what they uh, called the Handsome Aces which is, holy shit, Roshi Tanahashi came off of uh, um, commentary. Commentary, Utami Hayashishada. God damn, I'm so terrible with these names. Sorry. 
also who was on commentary came out <laughs> to do this decent marriage. I mean, it's Tanahashi. Uh, it's always going to be at least decent. Nine minutes, 30 seconds. Um, Utami pinned Micah. Um, what did what's uh Meltzer gave it fucking three and a quarter stars. What the fuck? Um, I hate to say this, but once again, three stars. It's a match that happened. Chip. I go, I hate to do this. I'm gonna agree with Dave. Uh, three and a quarter. I mean, it's oh sorry, I'm gonna agree with fuck Dave Meltzer, three and a quarter. Uh for them to just to come off commentary and just go wrestle. <laughs> That's just and anything Tanahashi does is good to great. So I mean, yeah. I I do like the fact that um Micah actually did a spot with Tanahashi, but other than that, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Fat man. Overrated pieces of shit. How dare you talk about this? This is the last starting pay per view Batman ever watched this. No, it was it was an okay match for a house show. It was okay, nothing special. Like I do notice there's a theme that when the women like they wanted like stardom, they're like, Okay, we I want you. I think they did it in the in the uh the mixed tag before this. I didn't mention anything. Every time that a woman hit a man, they pretty much no sold it. The whole show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, so you're having this historic crossover. You're going to get them in the ring. You're going to do spots together, but I'm just going to no sell you. I, it, it took me out of the match, to be honest. I was just I, like, wow. Like I, okay. Well, there's no winning there really, because either they're going to do a spot that actually hurts them, so to speak, or makes them sell a move which makes the guy look a little bit less or they're going to no sell it. There, there's no good way of doing that. that and that was part of the reason. Why, well, that's kind of the, I was going to make that point later on. <laughs> but yeah. Doing all these mixed tags didn't really help anybody in them as much as they thought it would, especially doing those like mixed tag spots specifically. They should have just left it as, Women face the women, men face the men, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, and I think they were pushed into a no-win situation because of it. Yo, dog, getting fucking sick of this bit. I heard you like tag team matches. This time we're up to ten. My God. And this was all fucking New Japan. So it was the United Empire. So obviously United Empire. TJP, Mark Davis, Kyle Fletcher, Gideon Gray, Francesco Akira versus LIJ, Bushi, Sonata, Shingo Takagi, uh, Hiromo uh, Takahashi, and you know, nine minutes, 55 seconds. Fletcher beating Bushi. Three. Why is there always a multi man match with LIJ and they lose? She always takes the pin every time. Every every time. It's like they're trying to protect some them. Two they're of them. Really, two of them are former world champions. They're probably. I know they're protecting Teton because he's brand new into them. Oh my god! Yeah. And then was, you got you got Takahashi, and then you got who's the other guy? Sonata. Sonata. Yeah. So it's uh, 
So it's not like there's not a surprise that Bushi took a pin. <laughs> right. Um, did I give the rating? Not yet. Uh, Meltzer gave it something ridiculous. Three and a quarter. Um, I thought this was the honestly the worst match on the card. Um, I gave this two stars. I thought this was just a clusterfuck. Ten minutes for a ten-man tag match. You knew this was going to be very, very quick. Um, yeah, whatever. Fat man, underrated piece of shit. Three stars. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Three stars. I wish it was longer, but it was what it was. It was what it was. Chip. Uh, I expected more out of it just because it's United Empire versus LIJ. I mean, I've seen it numerous times on in JPW, and it's looked a lot better on JPW than it did here. So, three. It felt like a greatest hits. Mills Lane died. Who? Wow. Former um, boxing uh, referee. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, Judge Mills Lane. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Most well known for celebrity death match. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get yeah. who the fuck does boxing? <laughs> That's sad. Well, breaking news with Fat Man. Hi. Hi. Wow. <laughs> it probably wasn't breaking news. Um next match. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag matches. Oh my god. So we have United Empire, which is Aaron Hinnar. Sorry. Whatever. I, I America and Jeff Cobb and Jeff Cobb. Great Okan, Jeff Cobb versus Chaos, which was Okada. Holy shit. And your uh, Tori. Wow. Tori. Yanu. <laughs> and holy shit. Great Muda. Yep. Part okay. of his uh, retirement tour. Okay, so I, I, I'm going to start right here by saying I didn't realize he was on the card. Okay, I did not. So when I saw that he was going to be part of the card, I was like, wait, what? What the fuck is this? Did not realize it. Obviously, with Great Muda in there, he wasn't taking a pin. There's no fucking way that was happening. Um, oh, hell no. <laughs> guess who took the pin? Nobody, nobody. I don't remember who took the pin. I know who took Aaron the pin. Huh? Aaron did. Oh, that makes Hanari, sense. Hanari always takes the pin. And I don't get it. He's so good. Well, Great Ocon, they're trying yeah, to. Great Ocon, he, he, he took a lot of the pins in the past year. So I can see why they want to take the heat off him. Right. <laughs> and of course, Ocon is going to fucking destroy him. You know, that's. That, that's the briefcase. He's about to get the title in about oh three weeks, so whatever. Uh, so he ain't losing. Uh, Yano probably would have been the 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 whipping boy if there. Poor Yano is normally the one that does lose. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're not up. gonna have Muda lose his last NJPW match, right? I he was just, surprised. He didn't do the pin. oh yes, that's what shocked me. Okada pinned him. Mm-hmm. And that that was the most surprising thing of this match. Yeah. Furthermore, this was the worst match of the night. This <laughs> sucked. This was fucking terrible. As much as Grey Mood is a legend, he definitely needs to retire. I know it's his thing. He was very immobile. 
could barely do anything. It wasn't st- as, it wasn't as bad as Ric Flair. One star. Like this was fucking bad. It was it was lip service and nothing more. I don't think it was the worst match on the card, but it was damn close. Um, I I'm, gave it two and a quarter. I'm having trouble liking any matches when Hanare and Great Ocon and Jeff. Uh, which, I'm sorry, when Hanare and Great Ocon tag together, I'm just having trouble. I just don't get it. Those well, are two for in- you. They're in World Tag League. <laughs> yeah, I know. Individually, they're great. But as a tag, they're not. So I just don't understand it. But I know I'm, I'm actually slacking on World Tag League. I need to get on that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I can keep you up to date after this. Oh, I, I, mean, have the, I have the standings right here. Okay, no worries. Okay, here we go. Yo, dog, I heard you like, oh, wait, no, finally, no fucking more tag matches. Will Ospreay. Ah, oh, yes. Versus Shota Umino, IWGP, United States Heavyweight Championship. Uh, 23 minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, it's that long? Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, Will Ospreay beats him with a Stormbreaker. I love that move. I fucking love that move. <laughs> Fuck Dave Meltzer gave it four and a quarter stars. Uh, key bits about the match is that Shota's father refed it. Of course, because um, it always happens. Right. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Fat Man to start. Meltzer's an over in a piece of shit. Um, three and a half. It was really good, but I, it was actually a downgrade from what Will Ospreay's been doing. So that's weird to say <laughs> for a three and a half star match. Right. Like it was really good, but I was kind of disappointed in it. So yeah. So you you're taking my gimmick now. I guess. Terrible match, three and a half stars. I didn't say <laughs> terrible. I said it was a really good match. I was disappointed in it. Disappointed. I felt terrible about the match. Three and a half. So he's like, match sucked five stars. <laughs> I mean, I, I may or may not have said that on more than one occasion. Okay. Oh, we have documentation. Um, I liked, I, okay. So let's say the fact that I love the, the, the bit with red shoes again. Um, later earlier on the match um but there was they're trying to continue the story that they were telling at royal quest too mm-hmm. so there's that bit there was there's a couple of callbacks of that so i don't think it was that bad as fat man said i don't think it's four and a quarter i'd give it three and three quarters but it it wasn't bad just, I think Fabian's right, though. I mean, it, it was disappointing for being a Will Ospreay match. Chip. And I'm going, wow, Chip, I got called Chip. That's odd. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Wait a second. Start talking. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as I was saying, uh, I really expected it to be more like the match at Royal Quest. It was definitely disappointing, but I'm going to be the everybody piece of shit here. I'm still going to give it four stars. Mark. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't uh, his best match. Uh, Shoto still has some learning to do. 
Um, but the whole red shoes, at least they, at least they let them finish the match this time. Let's just go there. Um, and like I said, I, I really love Stormbreaker as a finisher. Uh, I don't think there's any real finisher like that anywhere that I've seen. I know not in WWE or AEW. Um, it's definitely a very unique one. I'm always a sucker for unique finishes. And there were quite a few unique finishers that I saw from the, the ladies of stardom that really caught my eye. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'll be there for shit this time because I'm the Will Ospreay mark of the show. Um, so four stars. Okay. So after this match, I'll, I'll quickly touch upon it because we, we kind of already knew it was coming. Um, we get a promo for some random AEW star. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, so, to be honest, it's going to be great. I mean, of course it is. It's good. We could, we might have the match of the year in January. <laughs> it's happened before. So it literally, we're January fourth is the day after we tape our award show. So, yes. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Starting January first on, it's a new year. Yeah, we usually do. Uh, actually, we go January first to December thirty first is our calendar year. Uh, honestly, I thought I heard that. Did, yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to say something. That was complete distraction there. Sorry. I'm going to say, uh, oh, oh. Usually we go from Russell Kingdom to Russell Kingdom because there was no, there's no pay per view between there. But last year there was. There was day one. I just go. I just go January first to December. That's my criteria. That's well, me. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It because effectively it's... is the same. The only reason why there could it, be a great raw match that happens there, you don't know. Fucking Mark. Yeah. Um, let's get to the main event. Speaking okay. Speaking of marks, I want to hear how overrating you gave this. So go ahead. The inaugural. 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 Wow. Inaugural. That's a freaky word. I can't fucking say it. That's a freaky word. It is. The first ever (laughs) IWGP women's title permanent finals. The former Kyrie Sane, Kyrie versus Mayu Iwatami. 25 minutes, 28 seconds. Kyrie beats Mayu. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Gave it four and a half stars. I want to know what chip has to say about this first because you know i'm waiting i'm i'm gonna end this i I, i'm actually gonna go with dave four and a half i mean it was something that i've been dying to see since i saw i i i'm a huge njpw fan haven't seen much of stardom a friend of mine jen Shows all the time on Twitter, and I'm like getting into it left and right now. And I mean, I uh, got it. What is her name? It escapes me. Holy crap! The one she won against, the one from WWE, Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Thank you. I was a huge fan of hers in WWE, so I knew this was going to be a good match. Um, I don't know if the right person went over though. I think it should be Neil Tommy, and not giving it to Kyrie because of her namesake. To me, I think Iwatami's a better wrestler than Kyrie, but Kyrie puts on a great match. And the two of them together was, I'm not going to say flawless, but it was close to it to me, for me. 
So four and a half. Batman. So just like with the Seamus Gunther match, I watched this twice. Oh. Because I know sleazy and stuff. And I knew going in what Monster Star rating was. You were both overrating pieces of fucking shit. Both times I gave this three and a half stars. I thought it was a really good match. I thought the right person went over. Right kid died. I have to get my shit in. I don't see a four-star match in here. I, I just don't. That's just me. I, again, I watched it twice. Well, I, not like I didn't have time. <laughs> um, I literally watched it once, sat there, thought about it for about 10 minutes, and then rewound it, and then watched it again. My feelings did not change. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. But I mean, that's your opinion. I'm like, I'm just saying you're an over piece of shit and Souls Meltzer. Like, it was a really good match. I think it deserved a spot. I think it deserved to be the main event. They did not disappoint because as me not being a starter person, I know Kyrie and I know Mayu from ROH and my expectations were really high in it. They met my expectations. That was about the level I thought they were going to have. So maybe it was one of those things where I'm expecting it to have that match and maybe that's what it came across as for me. That could be. That could be. But I just don't even see a four-star match, let alone four and a half out of it. Easy, nine hundred forty thousand stars. <laughs> it was two Asians. It wasn't in Japan. Japan. Oh, in, to- in Tokyo. It was two Asians in okay. Tokyo. Okay, so Fat Man knows this about me. There's, there's a few times in my life when it comes to professional wrestling where I will have so much emotion and get verklempt and you know just hmm, good word. This is what he's soft talking about. He he's making. I literally, I've literally seen him come on people's heads at a WrestleMania for Undertaker entrance. He's not wrong. Thank I God mean, I was way down in the. In it the it wouldn't. Road. It wouldn't have mattered because I mean, he needed the tweezers, and right. the microscope. I, I'm not good at more than six inches, and I'm talking okay. about the shot. Okay, shot. Okay, for house show. It was an okay shot for a house show. Uh, no, it, there are a few times where I get really verklempt. And and Bailey versus Sasha Banks is one of them. Oh, it was such a good match. It was. In fact, mm-hmm. most matches featuring Asuka in the same way. That fucking War Games match. We talked about it. I liked the match, but I got that rush feeling of emotion and, and joy because it there there's a sense of seeing them work and feeling like they belong there and we've been watching that journey happen over the last 10 years and seeing them feel like that they belong there and they're not the 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 side car carney show on the carney show you know what i mean they, they belong on that spot. They belong in that spotlight. This match did that for me like you wouldn't believe. And to watch them go for 25 minutes just... It, that was the impressive part. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Now I get to say the reality of it, which was it wasn't that good of a match. Yeah, It was three and a half stars. And Fat Man's absolutely right. The problem with it wasn't the fact, in my opinion, wasn't the fact that they were, they aren't good workers because they are. 
I think the problem was there was such a high expectation that the match needed to be this massive New Japan style match where people were kicking out of finishers. The Kyrie hit three insane elbows. And honestly, I'm not a huge fan of that anyway, in general, but just in this type of situation, it didn't really call for it. I understand that they were trying to, to prolong the, the match, but it felt like that after the second time, they were just doing spots just to get to extend the match. If this was 15 minutes, 20 minutes at max, I think it would have been a, a significantly better match. Um, it needed editing. That being said, I can't not love this match. You know what I mean? I can't not love what it represents. I cannot love any more the fact that Kyrie won, the fact that Mayu will almost certainly be the one chasing her after a while. Um, I, I think uh, Fat Man's also correct. The right kid died here, especially if the next defense of the title is going to be Kyrie versus Tam, which by the way, it is. She came out after the match and said, yo, I want in. Yep. And it's confirmed for Russell Kingdom. It's confirmed for Russell Kingdom. I don't think um, if you had Tam versus Mayu, that would have been enough of a showcase match on Russell Kingdom. I think it had to be Kyrie. Um, Not to say that I don't think the the second IWGP Women's Champion won't be Mayu. I'm just saying that the Kyrie-Tam match would be a better option for Russell Kingdom. I just had... Or a Japanese person follow me on uh, Twitter. It's a bot. Sorry. It's always a bot. Um, okay. So overall thoughts on the show. Uh, Chip. Let's start with Chip. Um, I liked it. I wanted it to be a lot better than it was. I honestly wanted for it to be a historic crossover. I wanted more stardom because I'm new into stardom. And I got, I got a little fix. And of course, it's like a drug addiction. So I want more of it like right now um and i have ways of getting that thanks to someone <laughs> um so you're the next one to go to rehab right <laughs> right so uh <clears throat> i wanted more of it and i can't wait for the next one Simple set. Uh, uh if we're going to start writing three and three quarters okay so like a seven and a half yeah we'll go there why don't um, we do out of 10, by the way? I, I, I only do out of 10 for the, sh- the actual shows. If we ever, if we're trying to do overall on that, I do out of 10. Um, well, which, someone, someone just got rushed to the hospital. Oh, lovely. It's a WWE wrestler. Oh, I'm really? right now. Uh, Blackjack Mulligan. Oh, jeez. Uh, other? I see you after suffering a heart attack over the weekend. No, that's, that's Barry Wignum. Yeah, I think Blackjack. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, uh, no, he was known as Blackjack Mullen. Yeah, he is Barry Windham. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have that in news and rumors. Sorry, I, I literally my friend. That. My friend never messaged me. He just messaged me that. Huh. Oh, cool. Yeah, I messaged that in our chat chip. Yeah, I know. I just <laughs> he's like literally said that. Literally, as I was on the show with you all, I got this message. So wow. Uh, right, sorry. Continue. What are your thoughts on it, Susie? Um, I thought it was. Say I it, think they say done, it. I think they could have done a better job showcasing stardom. I'll, I'll be perfectly frank with you. There Agreed. was a lot of times where there 
there was one actual match outside of the IWGP women's title, which technically wasn't really a stardom match. It was a New Japan right. match. Why wasn't Every, there more uh, stardom matches on this card? You tell me. I don't know. I was I was all geared up that this is going to be like 50-50, 50-50. Yeah, fat man. I have the answer. What is your answer? And I don't know if Sleazy's going to like this or not. I don't think New Japan thought that a whole stardom show was going to draw. I don't so, agree with you, but so, but I do think you're right. I kind of shot my load earlier when I said <laughs> there were so many tag matches on here because they wanted to feature everyone, and that's how you get everyone on the show. And that's how new for those so, of you that don't follow New Japan, that's literally how every New Japan show is. Yeah. So I agree, there should have been more actual stardom matches. You could have had tag if you want to keep the tag matches, that's fine. Like those mixed tag matches, you could have seen two team two of those women together and face off each other. There's exactly. No, there's no way to do that. Like there's a way to do it. Um, but overall quality, I thought it was a good show. It was just there to feature a little bit of stardom to get yeah. chipped it's, to yeah. get to get to get in his veins. Come to the yellow side. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's I'm stick. There. I'm there. Before we go to break, let's stick to World Tag League. Uh, current standings are uh, Ozzy Open with 14, yes. um, Shane Haste, and Mikey Nichols with 10. They're uh, LA JoJo? Yeah, I'm thinking NJPW Strong. Um, Naito and Sonata with 10, Goto and Yoshihashi with 10, Great Okan and Aaron Hen, 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 Henar with 8. I can't even say it. <laughs> um, Tanahashi and Toriyano with eight, Murder Grandpa and Lance Archer with six, Bella Fowley, Chase Owens with four, Alex uh, Coughlin and Gabriel Kidd with two, and Evil and uh, Yorio Takahashi. Oreo? (laughs) Oreo Takahashi with two. Yeah. Uh, Is Kevin? It's going to be, it's it's going to be Ozzy Open. Like, oh, yeah. Because we're yeah, because the open versus FDR. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Again, and yes, please. Thank you very much. And yes, yes. Um, so let's take a quick break. Uh, on the other side, we're gonna do news and rumors. We're gonna talk a bunch of shit about fuck Dave Meltzer because we really didn't talk last show about him. Uh, do you have anything to sprinkle in, Fat Man? Lots of contracts. Oh God. We'll be Lots back after contract. <laughs> All right, folks, we're back. I, I've, had to clean, I've had to clean up after myself. Um, hashtag towels. Hashtag towels after a fucking stardom show. This is the first stardom show we'll ever we've ever done on the show. It'll probably be our last. But did I did I see there's gonna be one on YouTube coming up? Yes. Yeah, they're doing like a free to direct a YouTube show. Um, oh, yes, I think it's. Uh, I think they're also putting it on Star World too. But I, they wanted to to try and grab more U.S. fans. So are they going to ha- are they going to be having an English commentary? Or am I going to learn Japanese? You're gonna have to learn Japanese. Son of a bitch! I'll watch it. <laughs> um, I think eventually they'll. Yeah, Kevin Kelly, a few bucks. To do I it. think so too. Where's Matt Striker? Just put Striker over there. Don't forget that Stardom is actually owned by the parent company of New Japan. It's yeah. not like that they're just oh. doing this little, yes. you know, 
handshake uh, deal thing. They're actually owned by the same company. <laughs> yep. Oh, they can shake all right. Okay, so before we get into contracts, I want to talk about this bullshit report. And of course, <laughs> and of course, according to Monday Melter. A new report suggests that WWE is discontinuing premium live event bonuses. WWE stars are now making exactly what they signed a contract for, whether it's a million or another figure. There are no longer any bonuses for work in the Saudi events or any other premium live event. It's possible the top merchandise movers like Roman Reigns will still make more for premium live events, but that's not the case for most guys. Bull shit why do you say they're literally how ridiculous is that that well let's let, let's let let's put this into perspective okay let's talk about who it came from the biggest AEW market in in jbw market in the fucking world he wants to shit on wwe and make up bullshit rumors all the time mm-hmm. so this is just his mo so now you're now you're coming to our side, right? I've been on your side just because I agree with the guy once in a while. Fuck. There, there are things that I absolutely agree with. He he came out on Twitter today and it was like, I wouldn't know, right? What did he say? Uh, just something simple about the Briscoes, like the Briscoes they, are a tag team. It was more than that. It was something I absolutely agree with that he Jay said something ridiculous, ridiculously dumb over a decade ago. He's since apologized many times for it. Move on. That came from Dave fucking Meltzer. A guy who's in a war with Eric Bischoff because Eric Bischoff calls him out for shit that happened decades ago and he still stands his ground. Okay, cool. Right. But yeah, no, it's 100% bullshit because there's they get house show bonuses for working house shows. So why wouldn't they get bonuses for working premium live events and Saudi shows? First of all, saying that they don't get a bonus for working a Saudi show is absolutely ridiculous. That's literally the reason why Why they do. No, specifically, specifically, yes. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows literally said, Fuck you. I will never do another Saudi show. I'll never do another WWE show because they're fucking assholes. And what did they fucking do? They came back to WWE and they got on that fucking plane and went right back to Saudi because they got extra fucking money for it. Yes. Fucking Mark. Premium live events or pay-per-views. Of course, they get bonuses because of viewership. Right. They get bonuses off the network. So... Meltzer, again, is just making shit up like Chip said. It's 100% right. Bullshit. I, I okay. Just, I, I just can't wrap my mind around this guy. I, I, I'm i open-minded when it comes to being a wrestling fan. That's why I, your nickname's Mark. <laughs> but it's a, it's a nickname we lovingly give you. No. Yes, we call I, you I, a Mark, but at the same time, you are the Mark of the show. You see it from a fan perspective. Exactly. And, but over the years, I've actually started to see it from your all's perspective as well. Um, the the background and everything else is to me, it's no longer just a show I watch. To me, it's a show that I take apart. Like on the sports podcast that we do, 
I, I will sit there and I will die any play. And that's sort of like how I'm becoming with the wrestling. Dude, I already oh. have the notes for tomorrow's show done. Already yeah, well, done. Now that I have my internet restored, I'll be able to fucking get to that after this. <clears throat> but the thing is, is that he is just full of so much bullshit. And, and don't get me wrong. I love in JPW. I am probably, thanks to you guys, one of the biggest NJPW fans you've ever met. One of, I'm not saying the biggest. Uh, I've become open-minded as well because of you all. He's just closed-minded as shit. Some of the shit that he rates on these shows that I watch all the time, I'm like, are we watching the same fucking show? I mean, yeah, they're good. But Jesus Christ, you don't need to suck everyone's dick that's in there. I won't be surprised, and I'm saying this sincerely, that, and this actually goes back years to where wrestlers or specific promotions literally pay Dave to write good reviews for him. Now, that would make sense. Because Jeff Jarrett said on his podcast, which we're not going to name, but I listened to one episode. I, I like it, but I listened to a certain episode <laughs> to where literally my world with fucking Conrad goddamn Thompson. So I wasn't going to plug them because they don't plug us. So you're a dick. Anyway, he said the world, man. Conrad actually questioned him about why because he was bashing TNA. Dave was bashing TNA. Mm-hmm. And, he, oh, and Conrad goes, well, your dad you admitted that your dad paid Meltzer for good reviews for Memphis. Yeah. Why didn't you do the same for TNA? And he literally went, I just don't want to do that. If we have a good product, we have a good product. We don't, we don't. I don't want to have influence. He's like, it could, you know, it's like it could erode your profile a little bit. And he goes from a dirt sheet getting, all he's going to do is give us good star ratings. He's not going to give us any publicity. Why would I waste the money on that? For star ratings. He's not wrong. And here, here's the reality of this. As much as we bitch and, you know, drag him every chance we get, Dave Meltzer is an influential person in professional wrestling. Yes, he is. And Dave Meltzer not only makes money from promotions giving him money, he also makes a shit ton of money selling it to the fans the, 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 the joke about it being 12.99 a month to for wrestling observer live if you want to watch or listen and to him shoot his load for three hours a week which people do they pay for it all the time you pay them 12.99 before his podcast you're buying online subscription which you can for, still do which you can still do before that what did you do you bought the magazine, the Wrestling Observer magazine. Wait, he wrote that? Yeah. yeah. He created Wrestling it. Wrestling Observer is his. Is I, his. Didn't know, I did not know that. But then again, yeah. that was back when I had wrestling magazines and I was just learning about wrestling. So, yeah, that was him. So, if you look at it from that perspective, it makes sense that he's got to have content constantly. And if that means him being hemming and hawing and giving bullshit, uh, news like this where he can roll it back anytime he wants plans changed yeah well that it was it was correct at the time but it's not correct anymore or 
all the times where he will double talk about pretty much anything he reports on that nobody else has reported on. And I'm not saying that he does get information because he does, because he does know people in the business. Mm -hmm. The problem is that you can't tell whether or not he's bullshitting you because he needs their bullshitting him. or they're bullshitting, bullshitting him. Elter, or if it's all true. Hey, 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 look at this gullible fuck. Watch what I tell him. W- I, I, Bruce Pritchard has literally said that they have fed Meltzer bullshit to see if he would report it. And he's mm-hmm. walked. Yeah. And he's done it. Yeah. He's, he's absolutely done it. Done it. And here's the thing is that because of the fact that he's such an unreliable source in that perspective, you have to sit there and wonder why are people still paying for it? Because one time out of 20, he is right. And he's right at a, at a rate that's so low, but still higher than everybody else because nobody else has the sources that he has. Or he would, someone will feed him a story won't know if it's true or not just be like say someone like the whole all out thing i'm not saying this happened but say this is what happened in the all out brawl he'll report it not checking sources he'll just report it right and then go back and say well you know that's not true then he'll do he'll report it to get the clicks and then he'll come out and then actually do the research instead because he just wants to be the first right because people pay for it yes I and honestly, it's a. I don't want to say it's a legitimate business model, but it's certainly a business model that's kept him with his dirty office for years. Relevant, yes. kept him relevant over the years. Okay, yeah. uh, let's um, let's move on. According to uh, Dave Meltzer, really taking over a sugar night. PW Insider. <laughs> William Regal is finalizing a WWE contract. He'll be working for the company after the new year. Regal is expected to work behind the scenes. Of course, this means he'll be used for war games announcements. So he'll likely God appear on TV it. again. That's you literally what it says. That's literally what it says. So. Regal, Regal is thought to have had an, an out clause or signed a short-term contract despite a few months ago he that he's a few months ago that he signed for three years, which we reported on, but first we thought it was only a year, then we thought it was three years. I'm pretty sure it's just a year because you can get out of it. Whatever his contract static was, he is no longer with AEW. When Regal was structured out after his attack by MJF last week, which made no fucking sense because MJF can't be booked yeah. properly, uh, <laughs> he was running out of story lines. Now, according to fucking Meltzer. Wrestling straight. <laughs> oh, this is a quote. I oh. believe there's going to be something on Wednesday show where there will be something ad- addressing certain things. That story is supposed to keep going in some way, but he is going back to WWE. That's just a deal. I've had so many different people tell me so many different stories. Duh. The primary source <laughs> story was that his contract was short term. The WWE side said that he had an out. The closest thing that the closest thing to what I would say is official would be he signed a short-term deal. Others say that he had an out or Tony gave him the out, which I highly doubt. Whatever it is, I certainly know that when he signed it, it was a, it was a three-year deal, supposedly, and nine months now it's over. It sounds weird. Because he didn't sign a three-year deal, you fucking mark. He had that 90-day uh, trial subscription. <laughs> 
didn't need to turn it in before his 90 days is up. Is he the shortest tenured AEW anything? No. no. People have had one-offs. I mean, I've only yeah, seen the I've, I've only seen the kingdom too. once. Oh, that's true. I didn't well, twice they showed up and then they had a match, and that was it. No, there's a shorter one than that. No one's Leo Rush. Oh, uh, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> he had one Evidently match I and do. they retired. Evidently, I do. <laughs> um, you know what's funny about the Leo Rush thing? I'll give him props for that. As I guarantee you, as much as Leo Rush is an asshole, because he really is. Yeah, his dick. Um, he probably saw how that shit was run. It's like I'm fucking out. <laughs> I retire. Tony got him. Tony's like, okay, gets him on his contract. He's like, I'm done. I'm I'm not retired anymore. He I pulled the Kevin. He, he pulled the Kevin Nash. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say he wasn't smart. I said he was an asshole. True. I didn't say he wasn't talented. I said he was an asshole. He is from <laughs> Baltimore. There are quite a few assholes in Baltimore. <laughs> I, I went to Baltimore that. like four years ago with an asshole. Oh, nice. I wonder, wonder what that was. Hmm. This guy. Was it really four fucking years ago? Yeah. God damn. Four and a half. That's right. Four, I was over just, four and a half years ago. I was just out of my divorce and I was yep. in so you're right. Yep. We slept in the same Sorry. bed together. Yeah, well, that is not We did. We did. Fans.com, that's yep. wrestling show. There will not be any pictures. <laughs> May not be pictured, but their secret video. That's the butts, bitch. <laughs> um. Okay. So, a lot of contract contract stuff. Um. That's the, you mentioned it earlier. Bear Wigdom in the ICU after a heart attack. Uh, hope he gets well. Uh, he was a phenomenal performer. Former he NWA. He is. He still is. What? Well, he's not. Wrestling. He was a phenomenal performer. He is. There you go. Still a phenomenal performer. Well, he hasn't wrestled. He ain't dead now. yet. But I did was able to meet him and JJ Dillon at WrestleCon in Dallas. Yes, you were. Um, I remember that. So, and I met. You look good um, back then too. Um, who else did I meet? Oh, Tully Blanchard. But yeah, uh, best of wishes to him. Probably one of the most natural, naturally gifted athletes to ever been in the ring. So he was probably my. Better. I didn't follow NWA growing up because I wasn't that. I wasn't in wrestling that time. But he was probably one of my favorite WCW wrestlers. Um, he Long had a time. match with Flair in '94. It was a little past his prime, Wingdom's prime. Um, was that a slam? I think it was at a slambery. It was a really good match. Yeah, WCW. Yep. Um, yeah. but um, best wish him. He is also Bray Wyatt's uncle. So, yeah. So which, that's which the name Wyndham makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Dustin Rhodes announced recently that 2023 will be his last year. As what a career! What a, what a career. He said in wrestling, his last year oh, in wrestling. Done, done. That's that's what it. He just said in wrestling, you can be as vague as you want, either in oh. the ring or behind the scenes. It, it, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes a behind the scenes role. But to me, somewhere, what a great career he had. Oh my God. For somebody who's never won a world championship. Mm -mm. Oh, I thought I was going to get called an asshole or Mark on that. No, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah. His first prominent role was actually 1991. He teamed with Dusty Rhodes in the WWF. Mm -hmm. And then he went to WCW and became the natural. 
he was a little green, but you can tell that it was there. Like he had the ability. He was um, David Flair. He's he was better than David Flair. Oh yeah, um, I'm better than David Flair. I mean, you're not a former United States champion. You never fucked Stacey Keebler, so no, you are not better than David Flair. Okay, fair. <laughs> you got me there. Another one from Baltimore. Another one from Baltimore, by the way. Yeah. So he had a really good tag team run with um, Steamboat. Mm -hmm. He had a good U.S. title run. He had some really good matches with some no-namer named Steve Austin. I mean, who do he ever be? (laughs) Um, Stunning. Then 94, he had a good year. 95, he he got fired. Then Gold Dust came, and he changed. He did that character so good. Yeah. The, so- fu- the funny thing was is he changed his wrestling style too from fast paced, even for a big tall guy, fast paced ma- guy. To methodical. To, to methodical, methodical. And it worked for him. And he here's and this is me showing my marksmanship. Um <clears throat> acting was phenomenal. His acting as Goldust was phenomenal and as much as I don't like to make light of um, mental diseases or anything, when he had the Tourette's, it was spot on. Because he got electrocuted. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> it, it was... was, it's, it was him, him with Booker T, so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, yes. that's, not, that's not due as later WCW or TNA. He was... He was what, seven? And Black Rain. He was... Black he Rain. Had, he had a addiction to... Like most people of that era, to them, and uh, he cleaned his life up though, which is great. And one um, of the best matches he ever had was with him and Cody. That was the best match he ever had, I thought. Yeah, it was so good. So he's just—he is a great mind for the business, and it's going to sad to see him go. I'm really hoping AEW does something with him his last year. Well, I'm not saying put the here. world title on him. I'm just saying no. put him I'll in a prominent a spot. Give put him, him in a prominent spot. Give him TNT title. So, um, my thing with him is he's a Rhodes, so he's going to have that wrestling intelligence. I think he is more like his dad than Cody is. I think. Spent uh, more time with his dad, though. So, uh, the, do you know why the reason he did the Gold Dust character? Mm, absolutely was, not. Okay, so he was dating Alex, Alexandria York at the time, who is Terry who that was her Terry name. Runnels. Yeah. Terry Runnels, married to her. Um Dusty thought that you know she was having a bigger influence on his life. They had a falling out. Oh. So his gold dust character was kind of to get back at his dad mm-hmm. because it was a complete opposite of what Dusty is. Yeah. Hmm. So a real American man, American made Dusty Rhodes and this son of a homogenous, you know, guy dressed in women's underwear. Yeah. You know, is he bisexual? Is gay? Is he not gay? Seriously, I had no clue. And it actually hurt Dusty inside. Yeah. Watch um, I think it's on the network, the Dusty Rhodes thing, the documentary they have. Near like the middle half, they they talk about they had a falling out and it gets emotional. Like, do you, do you in your rumors do you have the uh, Ric Flair uh, documentaries coming coming out? No, I don't. Okay, 
For those There's of like 10,000 Ric Flair documentaries. This so. one's officially on the WWE Network, and it's going to be on Peacock on Christmas Day, or day after Christmas. Okay. Okay, there you go. All right, let's move on. Um, Bobby Roode had neck fusion surgery. That's why he was out. <laughs> it was so, so weird. He was supposed to be coming so back. They, they said he was on his way back very yeah, soon. Yeah, it said he's on his way back soon, and now it says he had neck fusion surgery in September. So he's He ain't going to be, be back anytime soon. No, he's not. C6, C7, I think it was. Which is was that what Edge had for you? It's what I have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to need neck fusion surgery. I got to hurt any disc back there, but that's exactly where between C6 and C7. Oof, um, okay, now let's get to uh, I got one, two, three, five contract things throughout all these. Jesus Lord, Kobe Carino is finishing up with the NWA, he's expected to sign with WWE and go to NXT. Shocker, I'm okay with that. Sleazy sounds says shocker, but he's not. Sounds like he wasn't. No. Um, Eric Young got killed on Impact. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. So he's uh, literally got stabbed. To yes, death. to death. Just like when Mickey James got hit by a tr- uh, Our, train. Yeah. Um, but he's rumored to be. Who Young to killed WWE. a bunch of people. Yeah. So he's rumored to be coming back to WWE. Will be NXT uh, or will be WWE? I, okay, personally, I want to see him in NXT, but I won't be surprised if him and Nikki Cross form Sanity again, because who's yeah. the other one? Alexander Wolf. I think he got released. Wolf's gone, yeah. So. They, but, could, yeah. they could recreate it with a different variation, but yeah. him and Nikki were a great pairing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kota Ibushi hasn't wrestled since like last year because he separated his shoulder, shoulder, Kota Shoda. shoulder, <laughs> shoulder, after, after a U.S. title match. Uh, was it, was actually, he wearing red shoes? <laughs> he was. It was against Okada in G1 last year. Yes, it was. Um, which is weird for a dislocated shoulder taking over a year to heal. I know he had surgery and everything, but I guess he's doing some light training. However, his contract with expires at the end of January and he's not very happy with management in New Japan because he tweeted that he hasn't been happy since like May. Okay, so there's a couple I don't know where you got this story from. Um, PW Insider. Okay, so I can I can kind of touch upon a little bit of that. New Japan by default does their contracts from Russell Kingdom to Russell Kingdom. So he couldn't possibly have signed a, a deal till the end of January. Right. Um, the other thing is he's been very vocal about what has been going on behind the scenes in New Japan. So I would not be surprised if he never works for New Japan again. Um, I think he was just literally waiting out his contract because he can't do anything. That's, that. That, that might be true. But that he, might be true. he had all sorts of weird shit to say, including... He insinuated that he had been, um, uh, how should we put this, molested Oh, at one point. So, oh. yeah. So that there, there's a whole thing on that. That's been going on for over a year now. So this is, this is just the end of an arc for him that started a long time ago. So I heard that he was possibly going to be going to AEW. That's a possibility. Oh, 
it's not like he knows anybody there. Right. Like, I he's, mean, not, he, he's not friends with somebody that's there. That I mean, runs he won't the come company. Back, he won't come back to WWE or anything. No. No. He was there for what? NXT for what? Six months, uh, maybe? No, he was there for the Cruiserweight Classic. That was it. That Is that it. what it was? Yeah. Yep. Well, that's the reason why he didn't win the Cruiserweight Classic. Because he didn't sign. He didn't sign. Yeah. The TJP and Grand Metal League signed, and they were going to put them to the finals because they signed. Yeah. And Zach and uh, Coda didn't, so they took the loss. Mm-hmm. Last one, um, Pasha Seal Steel signed a new long-term deal with Impact. Oh, I read that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm going to quickly blow through. Um, fuck Dave Meltzer's ratings for Survivor Series in full gear. Okay, I'm sure. I'm sure he blew his load. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Let me get my shit up here. Okay. Which one are you doing first? I'm going to do Survivor Series first because. Do you have our uh, ratings, Batman? I got my ratings. Okay. Yeah. I, don't what, I don't remember what mine are honestly. I. What, where are they? I'm in the moment. Okay, got them. Survivor Ready? Series. Survivor Series. Women's War Games. What'd you give it? Three and three quarters. Four stars. Good for him. AJ Styles, Finn Balor. <laughs> three and three quarters. Three and a quarter. Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. One. You... Wrong. Um, Siri Rollins, Lashley. Four. Four and a quarter. Men's War Games. Four and a quarter. You're wrong. Four and a quarter. Okay, let me get to full gear. I've always watched feel like there was only five matches on that show, right? Yeah, yeah, because the board games took forever. Okay, ready? Best friends versus the factory. That's pre show, bro. Uh, Stark's Brian Cage was also pre show, right? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. So was Eddie King. What the fuck? It started with Jungle (laughs) Boy and Luchasaurus. Yes. What'd you get? Four. Four and a quarter. Death Triangle versus Elite. Four and three quarters. Did he create himself? No. Sandman is wrong. Four and three quarters. Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. Half a star. Two stars. That overrating piece of shit. Way overrating <laughs> piece of shit. Right? Here's Jericho, a... Claudio, Danielson, Guevara. Four. Four and a half stars. Overrating piece of shit. Soraya versus Britt Baker. Gives an okay match for a house show. Two and a quarter. Samoa Joe versus Wardlow versus Hobbs. Uh, two and three quarters. You're wrong. Uh, Darby and Sting versus Lethal and Jarrett. One. Three and a quarter. Wow. Three and a quarter? You fucking mark. Hater versus Tony Storm. Three. Three and a half. Acclaim versus Swerve in our glory. Three and a quarter. Three and three quarters. And finally, the main event, MJF versus John Moxley. Three. Four. Chip, fucking overrating over. piece of shit. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Put yourself over, dude. Oh, pull myself over. Yes. You can find me in this guy in the middle, Fat Man, on the Best Arm Sports Show, period two. We go live tomorrow at 9 o'clock. We're t- oh, we are talking some college football. We're talking some professional football. We're talking about some football they call in Europe. We're talking all football. Maybe a little hockey sprinkled in. There's uh, going to be some baseball talk. Yeah, because we're in the agency. middle of free agency. Anyway, you can also find me on Twitter at TWS underscore Mark with four A's M A A A R K. 
Uh, I tweet sports. I tweet NJPW. I tweet stardom now, evidently. Um, it's been fun. I enjoy it. I love you. It happens. <laughs> uh, Ryan would put himself over at this point. No, he wouldn't. He just fuck <laughs> off like he usually does. He um, wouldn't even make it this far. What are you talking he about? Right? He would have been going we said in JPW and stardom. <laughs> uh, but you can find his TikTok at Ryan Buck Gotch. Uh, usually puts over our slash the wrestling show on Reddit. Uh, you can go there. You can f- fuck with him. You can fuck with me because we're both Redditors, I guess. I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. We are at Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. We really do appreciate it. Please, you know, Follow us on Twitter and whatnot. Uh, videos you can find at twitch.tv slash season the fat man, youtube.com slash season the fat man, and our premium videos you can find on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show. You can find all sorts of content on the wrestling show.com, including articles, merch, ton of other cool stuff. Eventually, I will get my raw uh, review done. I don't know when that's, it'll probably be not till tomorrow, honestly, because fat man's still obviously walking wounded over here i was the day late on the smackdown i was so better out saturday yeah so shocker we're not used to the, the cadence that fat man has not um, used to doing work of course shocker had, hey there are big shoes to fill man okay my work's done in the kitchen yes they are very big shoes to fill uh oh, i appreciate it nipple yeah. rub thank you uh, so you can get this podcast every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Uh, we're going to start something soon where you can get the video versions of the of our podcast, what you're looking at now, at um, the YouTube channel. So you'll, you'll be able to see our beautiful faces that are made for radio there while we do our live shows here. If you don't follow us uh, on the live Twitch. Um, don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform. It really does help us out for uh, podcasts. If you're doing it on Twitch, don't hesitate to follow us. Um, and if you're on um, YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Get, click on that bell to get notifications when we put out new episodes. Uh, so with well, big fuck you to Ryan, a thanks to Chip, and as always, for Sleazy. For the fat man. This is The Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer, fuck Tony Khan, a hot dog's on a sandwich, a sub is on a sandwich, and it's lupus or sarcoidosis. It's one of them. I'm going to run a bunch of expensive tests, and then it turns out to be neither one of them. It turned out to be a toothpick in the gut. House. I'm a truth that you seem to run from I'm an army of one I'm a clip in your gun I'm the pain The pain of the game The blood shedding your name When there's nothing to gain